What are your feelings on mammoths? As animals? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you my feelings. I think that if Cincinnati ever gets a a professional hockey team, yeah, they should call themselves the Mammoths. I like that. I do too. I, f- I think that's actually a good name for a hockey team. And I think that um, I, I think as far as like Ice Age fossils go, um, mammoth bones were found in Cincinnati, specifically Cincinnati or around. Uh, Cincinnati is one of the places where mammoth bones were found. Mm-hmm. I said bones. Bones were found. That's a good name. Um, so I think that, I mean, like, we have an AH, we had an AH, we do have an AHL team. Cincinnati Cyclones. But no. I say if we want to get an NHL team, the mammoths. Yeah, just do fucking mammoths. I think that's cool as hell. I think it is too. But what would your colors be like? Blue. Light blue. Light blue. Uh, and either brown or dark green. No, yeah, brown. Brown and light blue. Yeah. You think that will sell? Uh, I feel like they're going more, like, hyper-colorful. No, I think that would be cool. Light blue and brown. Yeah, I think that's cool. Light blue, white, and brown. Okay. Um, I think that'd be cool. Somebody hire me. Uh, City of Cincinnati, hire me. That's our new mascot. We'll get rid of the flying pig, and we'll just bring in mammoths. That'd be cool. That's my opinion on mammoths. What's what's goody? What's goody, man? That's the intro. Sound Share Podcast. Shared Sounds Podcast. Welcome. Idiot. God. Uh... This week we're talking about Bluffer's Guide to the Flight Deck by Flotation Toy Warning. Yes. Uh, this is your album this week. This is my album. What What the hell is this? <laughs> who, who are these guys? So, they're like a, a chamber pop group. Psychedelic. Psychedelic, too. Um, and I really don't know that much about them, honestly. How'd you, how'd you find them? So, I was looking through... Uh, a bunch of board soundboards, and then this guy, one guy, put like top fifty albums I can listen to repeatedly, and this is one of them. And as I was clicking through, I was like, "Okay, this sounds interesting. Let's give it a shot." And that's how we found this album. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I feel like these guys are similar to Animal Collective in the sense of. They're psychedelic, but also Animal Collective kind of gives me, like, bad trip vibes with what they do. Aha. Uh-huh. This is not a bad trip, though. Um, it's a trip. It is. I don't think it's, like, a particularly great trip. I think it's just a trip. Um, You're there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, don't really, I really don't know much about these guys either. Like, they released this. And, like, one thing in 2017 that not as many people listen to. It's yeah, that's why I brought up the Mammoths, because that album cover was a Mammoth. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, maybe we'll just dive right into it. Yeah. The first track on there. Happy yeah. 13. Yeah. 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 Happy 13. Uh, I like this intro. This is a really cool intro. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I like the keyboards. I like the drums. Uh, the dude kind of sounds like Roger uh, Pink Floyd a little here. bit like a I hear a little bit 
Yeah, I I hear a little bit of Pink Floyd on this album, you know? Yeah. Which would not be surprised if that was an influence to these guys. Pink Floyd. I think Because Pink they're Floyd, psychedelic too. They absolutely listen to Pink Floyd, that's for sure. I don't know, it just gives me like Roger Roger, Roger, Roger vibes. vibes. Yeah. I'm also kind of thinking of like his solo album that he did a few years ago, which I've not listened to in forever. Mm-hmm. I think about it. It was pretty good. Um, this song sounds like a sunset. That was the imagery I was getting with this. Okay. Um, what about you? Um, so for me, I definitely got the psychedelic part, but it feels like a more constructed psychedelic than fluid and not in a bad way. It just has a very constant rhythm to it. Mm -hmm. I guess there's like a lot of repetitions, um, like literal interludes with some dreamy piano going on. Um, the chorus has this interesting sound that just kind of goes up and down in the background. They do have interesting sounds on here. Yeah. And uh, like you said, effective intro. And they have an interesting vibe throughout this album, too. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's melancholy. It does feel melancholy. Yeah. This is And this song is one of the lesser melancholy ones, I think. But it, start, it starts to get, get to you. This one, this next one is like kind of melancholy. It sounds kind of like... I'm going to the next one. Pop star researching oblivion. Yes. This one is like, it gives me funeral vibes. But funeral on acid? Okay. Okay. Uh, not shrooms. Yeah, shrooms would be. This is, I funeral guess, I guess on this acid. Would be shrooms. If, if acid's chiller, then yeah. Um, I think the horns sound nice. Uh, but the vocals at the beginning may be kind of uncomfy. Yeah. Those sounded like. Disturbed souls. It has a this just interesting wail that like drives the song. Mm-hmm. It's not even like for just the beginning. It's like this driving factor of the song. The way he's like wailing his voice going up and down. Um and there's like this really distorted guitar with a marching like a marching subdued beat. Like the beat is not overly present, but it's there. And it's beautiful too. Yeah. There's just some beautiful noises coming out like oh, yeah. drums. No, his uh his singing sounds kind of almost slightly pained. It, yeah, kind of like uh, airy a little bit. Yeah, like he sounds like his voice sounds older than his actual age. Yeah, if that makes sense, it's like somebody aged a um, late twenties dude. His voice, somebody like artificially aged it. It would sound like this. Yeah. Um. Trying to understand it all just makes your head hurt. That's the line I got from this. There you go. What, what can you tell me about the lyrics? I feel like that's almost like a description of like the album almost. Because like... Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not really meant to... It's not something you're meant to understand. It's just something that you're meant to feel. That feels like the approach. Like, when you're looking at the lyrics, they don't really mean anything to you. They're, they're there, but I, I don't think that's the point. I think the point is, like, the more the feeling you get from the instrumentation and the whole vibe. Yeah. Um, I get some weird feelings, man. <laughs> this this album can capture unique, weird feelings of what it's trying to give you. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of alien, man. Almost alien. Yeah, like... Spe- me- speaking, you know. speaking of alien... Um, well, we're not there yet, so I'll get there. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. where are we going to go? We're going to go to California, because we're losing California for Drewski. 
Who the fuck is Drewski? I don't know, man. <laughs> is it Drewski or Drusky? Uh, I want to say Drewski. Okay. This is boy Drewski, bro. All right. Yeah. What's good, Drewski? What's good, Drewski? Um, yeah, I wrote down here, once again, certain beauty to this record. Yeah. Hard to describe. Uh, I like the guitar on here, though. This is some good guitar. I like the British guy. Oh, you like the British guy, do ya? I'm the British guy. Hello, governor. It, it opens British bloke. British bloke. That's all. <laughs> Tea and crumpets. God save the queen. Yep. And then... Oi! Uh, Oi? Oi? Uh, that's my that's, that's English your, man that's, that's, impression. That's a hard sell, Alex. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, you want to hear my German guy? I'm good. Guten Tag! Guten Morgen. I'm sorry. I I have to apologize for my behavior right now. <laughs> you want to hear my French? Yes, let's hear your French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Croissant. You want to hear my Italian? A sure. Beep bop ba boop bop. It's a me. Mario. Yahoo. It's me, Luigi. Wario. And back to California. California girls. No, that that's <laughs> not where I was gonna go. <laughs> Sun kissed. <laughs> that that song defined an entire summer for me. <laughs> California girls California. or California rest in peace simultaneous. That's not this song either. That's not this song. I'm either. sorry. What do we? Uh, in California. It's got the harpist harpsichord on it. Yeah, that's the name the, of the, the chamber piano sound. That's thing. what you called it. It's like mid Renaissance. Yeah. Um, I hate this instrument. I <laughs> fucking hate the harpsichord. Might be my least favorite instrument. Really? Not gonna lie. Yes. Wow. I think it sounds like squeaky clean farts. It sounds like it doesn't sound like those nobler, those fucking peasant farts. It sounds like <laughs> noble. Another thing farts. about the harpsichord is that it gives you a very specific time period. Like something about it just makes you think like, you know, like seventeenth century Britain or some shit like that. Just very, it has a, an era. So it's an interesting piece to put on psychedelic uh, rock, space rock. Yeah, you know I mean, I like space. You like space? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, this music. Okay, so this might be my favorite on the song, and I wrote down this music makes me want to give in. I don't know what to though. Wow. I was like laying on bed, my bed while listening to this, mm -hmm. and I just had this feeling of like, I want to give in. But to what? Whoa. I don't know. It just gave me that feeling. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird feeling. Um, so these I times. do like the harpsichord on here, though. I normally, wow. I normally hate wow. it, but... You start off by saying, I hate maybe the harpsichord. I, just, I mean... But you actually like the harpsichord. I mean, on this. fuck you, harpsichord, obviously. But this time around, I'm like, okay, you don't sound very renaissance here, so... Wow. I'll allow it. You'll allow it. Um, I, like, I like the... 
What do you think of the opera singing? Like, oh, you know. Because it's like fake opera. It is, and I like that's fake. I like that's not real. I like it's that artificial opera. Ah, I think it's Okay. Then, um, well, I think, yeah, you're right. I feel like an art, a real opera would feel out of place. Yeah, like, it sounds too familiar. And, like, the thing about the instruments on the song is that the instruments sound like they're from a dream, where they're, like, very, very familiar, but they're not quite right. Yeah. Like, the harp, like, um, I guess some of the the pianos and keyboards on this album, it's like, yes, I recognize what this is supposed to be. But it's like a fake version of that, almost like in a dream, mm-hmm. where it's like, I know that this ain't right, but the dream is telling me that it's right, and I don't have a choice other than just to say, yeah, that's right. How did you feel about the length of some of these songs? Most of the time, it works out well, because it does a good job at fleshing out every idea they have for the song. Yeah. Most of the time... Um, the ideas work for that reason is because like they're committed to the individual ideas that make up the song. Yeah. Um, what about you? I feel like I kind of agree there where they're able to do stuff with it, um, with the time that they give it. So it doesn't feel old. It doesn't feel like it's overstayed as welcome. It just feels long. Yeah. Like you're like, wow, I'm still in the same general song structure, but it's like evolving. It, it's long, but, like, it feels like it has to be. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking Quentin Tarantino movie. Sure. It's gotta be at least two hours long. It's gotta be over two hours long. <laughs> it gotta uh, be mainly dialogue-driven. <laughs> <laughs> same thing with uh, Martin Scorsese. Like, Martin Scorsese has to have those long uh, movies. And it has to be about the mob. That's right. It has right. to. Or else. Or else. That's his genre. Uh, that fucking genre. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go out and say this is my favorite on the album. Okay. I forgot to say by the way, Popstar Researching Oblivion was one of my top ones. Same here. Okay. That is also easily one of the better ones. Yeah. Really these first three tracks, I think might be the most solid run. Okay. Most solid three song run on here is the first three tracks. Okay. Uh, also I like at the end it's like the I'm doing oh, I, I know I, I'm doing about. that horror. I know really cool, but it's like a it's like a phone. Yeah, but it's like doesn't sound exactly like a phone. It sounds like a dream version of a phone because it's not hurting your ears. Everything is a dream version of this song, right? It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, let's go to the next one, maybe. Yeah, made from tiny boxes. I love unicorns. What do you think of this guy's singing on the album, like mm. throughout? I think that it fits the vibe that they're going for. I think that he's not, like, the best singer in the world. But, um... Yeah. I think it does fit, I guess, the vibe that they're doing. I think that if this voice was attached to more, I guess, normal-sounding music, I would hate it. Yeah. But it does work well here. Yeah. Um, Like, he found a sound that, like, matched his voice. He's like, okay, we're gonna... Yeah. Because, like... If it's, like, regular indie rock, I'd just be like, what is this whiny bullshit? But here it's like, okay, you, your voice, the feeling that it's giving me, you sound like you have a very weird feeling behind that voice. 
kind of like how this album is giving me weird feelings. But it's giving you something. It is. And I'm very... And they're not negative uh, feelings either. Um, it's just weird. And it's not feelings I'm used to from the music I listen to. Yeah. Uh, very different. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so... You fuck with it. I do. I do fuck with it. Alright. And this song is... Uh, One of the shortest like songs. It. It's, it's the shortest song. Yeah. Easily. Um... It sounds like people from an insane asylum getting accepted to the afterlife. Good evening. Welcome to the party. Please. I love you. unicorns. Yeah, and the party is the afterlife. Probably. And it's just like, I, I'm just picturing like this line of people from like an insane asylum. Not like an actual insane asylum, but like a movie insane asylum. Sure. Where it has like cartoonish depictions of fucking... Like, mental illness. Yeah. Um, I've never actually... Have you ever seen One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest? I tried watching it once, but I didn't get past, like, 10, 20 minutes. I thought it was a really good movie. I really liked it. Okay. Um, but my only thing is, like, I have no idea how, like, inaccurate these depictions oh, sure. are. Yeah. Because, like, A, this was in the 60s. Very. So, yeah. yeah. And B... I just honestly don't know enough about, like, how do I say this? Like, severe clinical mental health, I guess. Like, my understanding of mental health is, I feel like, very basic in how everyone understands mental health. With, like, depression, anxiety, um, addiction. Yeah. The, I guess, normal, common mental health stuff. But then there's, like, the uh, not common abnormal psychology stuff, such as um, stuff that deals with delusions. Yeah. Like, schizophrenia. Like, I'm just, I do not know anything about the clinical care of that, I guess, and, like, what it really looks like. I've only, like, seeing it through reading and that's words. part of the stigma behind mental illness too is like a lot of people's only exposure could to like mental illness could be something like one flew over the cuckoo's nest or yeah or whatever plus so like, yeah plus just, like i don't know you finished i'm sorry no um i was just gonna cap off that like it's the same thing for a lot of things though like uh just people's only experiences through a movie and normally that's like a negative depiction or something. Yeah. So. And yeah. movies are, you know, not realistic. Yeah. And also, um, in the grand scheme of things, mental health, like, actual scientific, not related to religion, mental health is very, very new. Yeah. Compared to, like, fucking everything else we've ever done as humans. Yeah. Like, it only took, like, the last 200 years for people to be like, yeah, psychology that's a thing <laughs> that's a thing it's not as simple as you know you're possessed by demons yeah it's like something's not there's right. something else going on here. yeah Some, something, something deeper yeah than just he's a, a demon or whatever um and yeah we've got a long way to go with mental health still we do like it if we could have 
totally different understandings of the human mind and how things work. Yeah. That um, you'd think seem really fucking obvious, but like in 50 years, we're going to look back at now and there are going to be things where it's like, damn, that was pretty fucked up of them. Yep. Like, I guess a good example of this oh, is... Oh, we, um, we already look back and say, damn, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Uh, the shock therapy. Yeah, and homosexuality, how it was treated. Yeah. Like, in the 1950s, you were basically considered mentally insane. Mm-hmm. They claimed homosexuality was a mental illness. Yeah. And then eventually they figured out, oh, wait, they don't have depression because of their homosexuality. They have depression because people treat them like shit because of their homosexuality who huh. thought maybe if we're just nicer to gay people mm-hmm. and we don't you know stigmatize them they'll become less depressed hey look at that look at that look at that how about that? i mean you still have instances of stuff like that happening even now with you like the the conversion camps yeah and now transgender is like anti-trans is the new anti-gay yeah in the sense of like in 2015, when gay marriage was legalized everywhere because of the Supreme Court, yeah, uh, fucking all the homophobes then were just like, well, where are we going to direct our white, hot Christian anger at now? Trans people. Trans they're next in line. People. And that's yeah. a lot of what we got going on now. Um, that's my theory behind it. It's, it's just uh, homosexuality 2.0. But... Uh, I'm sorry. We need to. We were on the smallest song too. Donald Pleasance is the next track. Oh no! Yeah, I was just gonna say like Maybe that cartoonish depiction of an insane asylum. I'm picturing that, and it's like a circle of chairs, um, and they're like being accepted to the afterlife or something. That's what I got from the song. From Tiny Boxes. Yeah. What about you? Um, I actually didn't. I didn't grab a lot from it. I just thought it was like a simple beat. You didn't grab a lot from the. Clearly shortest song. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I was so tuned to the long songs at that point. I was like, I can't grab anything. I'm, I'm out of out of shape for this song. We can talk about a longer song. Donald Pleasance. Like Donald Trump? Uh, this is 2004, so I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Uh, w- once again, this shit sounds like a funeral. Yeah. Not as, I don't know, acid-y, LSD-y. Yeah. As the previous one, but still gives like a funeral vibe to me. Yeah. So, you know, melancholy. There's like these, the keyboard play that plays in the beginning, it kind of gives you like this, like you're reflecting on something. That's that's the vibe I'm getting from it. Mm-hmm. Reflecting on something, and then there's also this horn and strings combo that comes in. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I wrote down that one sound fantastic at the end. Yeah. They sound, um, they're like warm, but not too warm. They're just the right temperature. That's what yeah. these horns are. Uh, and it, this music kind of got me in a trance. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. You know, like Playboy Cardi. Like Playboy. Like how Playboy Cardi puts you in a trance. It's that trance. So music. does this music. I what I'm saying is that essentially this is pre Playboy Cardi. Pre. This is what Playboy Cardi was. Playboy to Cardi, when he made. Lit, this is what he was trying to make. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I felt like this in a long time, yeah. Just feeling like this is too good. You listen to Playboy Cardi? I do. I listen to some Playboy Cardi. Yeah. I fuck with some Cardi. I don't know enough Cardi to 
to know the reference. Okay, well, maybe we'll bring Cardi out one day, because, like, the thing about him is that his music is, like, really repetitive. Okay. And it's, like, really easy to just scratch off as, like, oh, this is dumb fucking uh, Gen Z music, and it's mindless and mm-hmm. dumb. But everyone who enjoys it is just like, yeah, it is. It's fucking lit. <laughs> um, yeah. This is kind of sad. It's kind of like a breakup song almost. Like, his his lyrics are like, this is the funeral of our love. I came here only to say goodbye. Um, I love unicorns. You love that line. I do. <laughs> it's just like, out there. Is this is this that thing that's stuck in your head? It, it, yeah. <laughs> this is the joke. I don't need you. you. I don't need you. This is you. that for this song. And I think it's just because the voice sounds so goofy on it. Yeah. It's just like a goofy line. At least from what I'm hearing. I like how the trumpets on the song, too. Like you mentioned near the end, they kind of feel climatic. climactic. Like we're reaching the resolution near the top of a hill. The song kind of like kept repeating, and then this spot in the song made it feel like you're making progress all of a sudden. You're like, oh wow, we're climbing, something's happening. Uh, yeah. Let's let's get next to uh, Fire Engine on Fire Part 1. Once again, this is another thing where I'm like, okay, I'm getting some Pink Floyd influence from here. Yeah. Yeah, with like the acoustic guitar. Yeah. And also the big pig, big pig, big pig. Big pig. You know, the rock dog. Those sounds reminded me of frogs almost. You know, kind of, yeah. They kind of give me frog sounds. Kind of bullfroggy? Yeah, exactly. And it's very engaging, too. Um, it Just the way it, this, it sounds. It's very unique sound. Yeah. It like, grabs your attention. I think that the, um, the harpsichord comes in. And again, you know, I don't hate it. Kind of gives me a little... Little 60s vibe. Yeah. Um, I personally thought this was the better of the two fire engines that were on fire. I agreed. Okay. So I guess so, I guess move on to the next one. Fire Engine, wait. So Fire Engine and Fire Part 1 was actually one of my favorites. Okay. Donald Pleasance as well. I did enjoy both of these. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just skipping over stuff that you say. All right. You take the wheel. Um, no, no. Donald Pleasance... I, I forgot to mention that. So that's me. But, uh, Fire Engine on Fire, just like, there's like the acoustic guitar and like the, the claps. There's like a clapping sound that's happening and it's kind of driving the this, this sound of the song. Yeah. Um, and then there's touches of like an alien sound. Yeah. And you know what that instrument is? Is it the theremin? It's the theremin. Yeah, no, I talk about the... Well, I wanted to talk about the theremin in a later yeah, song. Yeah, but this is... It has light touches of the theremin in the background. That is a weird instrument. <laughs> it really What's is. your opinion of the theremin? I fucking love it. I think it's a cool gimmick. I, I think it, it's kind of cool, yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of really like, cool. I feel like the purpose of it is gimmick. It's just like, ooh, spooky I mean, sound. Uh, it was mainly used in movies for a long time, so like that's yeah. probably what the influence is. Put on your mind as yeah, and like that's like the one thing people associated with is like black and white science fiction movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a theremin song with you. Okay, um, but after this, is it somewhere over the rainbow? Uh, no, it's uh, Fields of Gold. Fields of Gold. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I think that I I just think of the theremin as like it's a cool gimmick. Yeah, it, it's like yeah, it might be cheesy, but it's the good kind of cheese. I I like it. See, I just imagine like the hand movements that someone is making too, because I follow a theremin YouTuber, and like the the way her hand movements are just so precise. So for people that don't know the theremin, it's basically like this electronic rod that like. It's a radio-looking thing. It's a radio-looking thing that you put your hands near, and you can control the volume with how far and close your hands are, as well as the pitch with the shape of your hands, specifically in the air, distorting the airwaves around the theremin. Yeah, because it's like radio waves or some shit. Yeah. And um, I guess it just picks up the waves, um, and it expels the sound. And yeah. like, uh, I, I don't know how your hands influence the... I need to look up more stuff about the theremin because like I'll, I'll show you. It's just such a bizarre instrument. Yeah, but like everyone knows what it is too. Yeah, it's just such a weird instrument, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But uh, yeah, um, back with the harpsichord again, and then the singer starts singing woo woo la la la. I don't know if that's. I don't remember the specific way he sang it, but I like it as a changeup. Um, mm-hmm. I like this song. Yeah, same. Yeah. Fire Engine on part two. Banging drums. Banging. Heavy drum machine beat. But, like, it's not like a machine, but, like, it sounds like a machine, but it's, like, slow. But then the organ comes in, and it's honestly, like, a jarring difference. Yeah. Or at least I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and then the theremin. The theremin. Is, the theremin. Yeah, it's back. It's back. But back for more. much more, uh, much more in the front lines. Yeah. Um, I just thought this one wasn't as... It didn't suck me in like the one before, you know? Yeah. I, I think that the... So it, it's kind of like two-thirds and then another third. I thought the keyboards at the end of the first two-thirds was kind of goofy. Yeah? Yeah. I don't have anything to say about the keyboard. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Fuck lyrics... You. The lyrics were about like this automated clockwork man. I wasn't sure if I had anything to do with the fire engine in part one. Um, yeah. That's all I got. I, I, I like this one less. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure if it's, like, also, like, how it's relational with the, with the name of the song. Because just, like, Fire Engine on Fire Part 1 and Part 2 feels like a different song altogether. Like it is. But they didn't seem related at all, so I don't know. Yeah, it's just, um... It feels like a sequel that they made 20 years down the line. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's not bad. It's just clearly not as good as the first movie. Exactly. Um, that's, what, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next track. Even Fantastica. This one sounds kind of spacey. Uh, I thought of this as like an ocean at night. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. Um, yeah, with, the, with, like, the way the guitar is sliding up and down, um... Yeah, and, like, it had weird vocals. Yeah. I like, I like the way his voice is delivering, like, on, like, everything you want is here, though I better make it clear. I I feel like... I'm seeing the rhythm off. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I, I like your voice. It's beautiful. Thank wow, you. Wow, Queen, you're also beautiful. <laughs> uh, so... Once again, there's, like, a background choir in here. Yeah. Um, it kind of gave me, like, Ocarina of Time vibes. It sounded like it was from that video game. 
Okay. Um, yep, once again, Melancholy. Melancholy. That's the whole again. Melancholy album. <laughs> Fucking Melancholy-ass album, I tell you what. Yeah, this one wasn't one of my favorites either. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't uh, know. This might be mid-tier for me. Mid-tier. Like a, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I can see mid-tier. Um, okay. I'm going to jump ahead to the next one. What did you think of this song? Happiness is on the outside. So... The way it's just so distorted, um, it's almost like staticky. Like they injected a bunch of static into the sound, and they just threw everything underneath the static, except for like the spacey keyboard. The spacey keyboard felt clear, but yeah. everything else was underneath. Like even his singing, he was wailing again um, underneath all the static. So, I think it's an interesting sound. It's not something I would go out my way to listen to. I really like this sound. You I really thought it was, like this sound. I thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah, because it sounded like he was on the outside. He was on the outside. Uh, he was happiness, and he was on the outside, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and he also kind of sounds like a ghost. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. Like, it sounded like a ghost, but it wasn't like a spooky ghost. It was a melancholy, sad ghost vibe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello... He says that in a song. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that, um, I think this was very cool vocals, and I really like what they did on this song. That was cool. Okay. It was neat. It was neat. It was pretty neat. Um, Can you tell me why you left me here all on my own? That's my lyrics. Sad. Yeah, sad. Real sad boy hours. <laughs> More sad boy hours. Sad pop. This uh, is sad pop. <laughs> hey, folks, who's ready to get sad? That's what he says at the concert. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, How the planes left me flat. Yeah, this was my least favorite. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw the timestamp, which is 15 minutes, I was like, holy fuck, am I, is there going to be 15 more minutes? Like, they have to pull something out of their ass to yeah, fill this time. You know, this song just kind of feels like a, I, I just wasn't impressed by it. Did it was you just listen like, to the whole song? Because I actually did. Yeah. Oh, you did? Well, honestly, during the silent parts, I skipped around. I'm like, no, this is dumb. See, I listened listened to the whole thing. I listened to, like, the three parts that weren't a part of the main song, I guess you could say. Yeah. But yeah, just, like, the silence, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. (laughs) The last three parts was dumb. Just cut it. It's just, like, no. Yeah. And, like, the first part isn't even that strong. Because the first part is just... I felt like a weaker version of shit he did earlier in the album. Yeah. Like, all the yeah. instruments are just like, they sound like they're at their least inspired. They sound like they're at their least dreamy. I feel like this song could have actually been good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, because, like, I don't want Happiness is on the Outside to be the closer. But you want something different. Maybe, maybe like, even Fantastica would have been a better closer and just, like, cut how the planes left me flat yeah um yeah no I yeah listened, maybe i'll say that i listened to the whole thing because i was just like well i'm just gonna text and i just texted for a while and then i was like oh shit there's there's sound again and this is like at like the eight minute mark yeah i i i, I figured <laughs> they were gonna do that and i'm just like all right let's 
okay. get to the sound. And then they had one, and I'm like, okay, there's more time, so I guess there's another part. Yeah. And then there's another next one. Oh, shit, there's a third part now. Yeah. The third part. Like, I, Are we done yet? All right. Cool. I'll admit, I actually did, like, the one at the eight-minute mark. Um, with the old lady repeating baby dolls and ice cream, cool cats, and magazines. Uh, I like that. It was just an interesting little beat. That gave me weird vibes. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I like the vibes. That one gave me weird <laughs> vibes, man. Weird. That, that was vibes. bad vibes on the album. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. That ruined the vibes. Uh, something uh, like that. So, um, yeah, I uh, that one. We both agree. Yeah. Worst one. But that's that. What's your letter grade, Alex? That's um, Bluffer's Guide to the Flight Deck by Flotation Toy Warning. I don't know. I, I need to listen to this more time. Like, okay. I listen to this. I listen to the albums two times before we do this. Yeah. Um, Same here. No, I, I kind of feel like I need more, one or two more listens to like process it. To like give it a true letter. Yeah, because like once again, like I said before, it gives me feelings that I'm not used to getting from music from uh, the albums. Yeah. I listen to. Uh, early letter grade then. Early, yeah. We're gonna have to give it a letter grade anyway. B plus. B plus. B plus. Yeah. Alright. Um I, I when it hits, it fucking hits. My thing is just like when it's not hitting me as much as the heavy heavy stuff, yeah. Then it's just like a little long winded, i.e. the yeah. last song. The last song for sure. Um Yeah. Okay. What about you? So I don't know if this is gonna surprise you or not, but I gave it a B minus. That does surprise me. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. So the I thought the instrumentation and the compositions are like very ethereal and almost kind of hard to grasp at some points. Like like you're saying, like it, it takes a while to process it. Um I felt like I did like the way it was going, but it wasn't something that I think I would want to listen to out of my way. Um Okay. Something about just how long those songs were didn't quite satisfy me. Um, but overall, it's like, it just gave me a B minus vibe. Okay. Yeah. I I can see what you're saying. Yeah. But I want to give it credit because it gives me like unique vibes and like I have unique things to say about specifically the album. The instruments on this album. Yeah. So I want to give it, I want to give it that credit. Yeah, for sure. For uh, creativity. Absolutely. Which this is, is this is a creative album. It is, and that and that's why I want to give it a B plus because I'm like I, I yeah. mainly because I want to credit this for creativity. The main reason why I picked this was like it was the first thing that stood out to me when I was clicking through the albums. I was like, I've never heard anything like this before. I don't think this is weird. Yeah, it's, it is weird. Um, it's a weird album. Yeah. And that's that. That's that. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to give you next week yet. But I'm driving to St. Pete tomorrow, so. You got time. I ain't out. got time. Yep. I, I might try and give you something, see if something less done. You read to St. Pete. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Goodbye. That's the outro. We're doing that now. There you go.